When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Eli here with the final episode in this season of The Axe and Crown. And yes, before you ask, there's going to be more. We've got plans for our next season underway and a bunch more bonus episodes too coming out in the weeks ahead. We're going to go on a road trip, we're going to meet some of Govan's family, and we're going to find out what he likes to read. Uh, that's all available to our specialist level patrons at patreon.com slash albasalix. Link in the show notes. All right, let's get back to the tavern. The Axe and Crown, Round 2, Episode 6, Backroom Deals. Hey, Gubbin, what happened to those beers? I'm coming, I'm coming, cool your jets! Hey, Uncle, uh, how's it going out here? I'm moving my tushy off. Gosh, it's non-stop. It's Friday and folks are thirsty. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I had an appointment. Yeah, I know. I saw that. So, who's this uh, new friend of yours? Friend? Yeah, the guy you were chatting with in the back room. It didn't look like one of your usual contacts. Oh, uh, true. Stuart does kind of stand out around here, doesn't he? Yeah, wearing a suit like that? I figure either he's a fancy client or someone who's got an interest in your election bid. Good guess. Yeah, well, we've met a couple of times. He's been giving me some information on our incumbent. Oh, yeah? Like uh, how that little creep keeps getting elected? Exactly. Funny thing about Duffin Braithwick, a couple of challengers that ran against him ended up, you know... Slightly waterlogged, yeah. Uh, another pint, my good man. Yep. But that was years ago. Uh, yeah, well, I guess the disappearances got a little too much attention from the press and the town guard, so Braithwick's turned to other methods. These days, it's a lot of intimidation outside polling stations and a little bit of magical ballot stuffing. <laughs> I knew it. Apparently, he's found a way of getting around all the safeguards. All right, here you go. Excellent. Sounds like something the press needs to hear about. Absolutely. I'll have another half pint of the dark ale, please. Coming up. You find all of this out from your Mr. Suit? A lot of it. Stuart's been very helpful. What's his deal, anyway? I mean, he sure didn't look like guilt. No, he's a rep for Mr. Corp Energy. Oh, big new money. <laughs> so, Mr. Corp, want Braithwick out, huh? Interesting. Wonder what he did to tick them off. Yeah, it's not like he's a competitor. Here you go. Thanks, Patula. So has this uh, Stuart said what he wants from you? No, I, I guess it's just future consideration if I actually get on council. You've got to be careful what you promise. I haven't promised anything. Has he promised you anything? Or has it just been all dirt on the opposition? Mostly dirt, but he did say he's very keen to see Braithwick go down. Hey, guys, you are not going to believe this. Look. What's this? It's a new pamphlet from Constance. You know Mysticorp, the big magical energy company? I know of them. Well, get this. They're trying to run a transmission line for magical energy right through our ward. Is that a bad thing? Oh, is that a bad thing? Big time. You think the potion dumping was dangerous? This is going to run straight along the waterfront and under the lookout bridge all the way to downtown. 
Anywhere they put those transmission lines, there's earthquakes, there's freak weather events, cats with opposable thumbs. Jeez, that is scary. Right? We have got to stop this project. Down with Mysticor. Well, this just got interesting. Oh, this is going to be the issue that decides this election. They're going to be trying to influence all the candidates to get this project pushed through. We must be vigilant. Sure. All right, team. Time to get on the old campaign trail. Thanks for doing this, Stan. Oh, you bet. Brunch can wait. Democracy is way more important than mere peanut butter waffles. Yep. Enjoy yourselves. Good luck pretending that meeting people is fun and worthwhile. You're always a help, Uncle. I know you're thinking it. Look, I got us matching satchels to hold all our brochures. Oh, thanks, Stan. Oh, the, the strap's a, a little short. Oh, sorry, yeah, troll thing. I guess maybe you can just sling it over one arm. What the hell's going on out there? Some kind of street festival? They're putting up a ton of banners. They're what? Street festival? A taste of Mud Street. Ha! Of course. Look, sponsored by all the bucket pubs. Oh, all right, this is really the last straw. Yeah, I'm sick of the badgering bucket. It's one public nuisance after another with them. They organized this whole amazing festival, and they didn't tell us. As usual, other places up and down the street are all setting up tables and music stages. Always with the goddamn musicians! That Dorothea... She probably planned this for this weekend before Election Day because she knew that we would be out there campaigning. They're going to sell food all day and make a killing, and here's us with nothing. I guess this is payback for those firecrackers we sent them disguised as candles. Uh, Let them have their stupid festival. No, 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 no. We can do this. We can do this. Hold on. I'm head of innovation. Let me think this through. We are going to... Okay, we're going to move some tables outside, and we are going to figure out where to get some food at the last minute. We're going to... Uh-huh. We are gonna... Look like chumps. Oh, man. Hi there. Uh, hi there. Can I help you? Yeah. I'm looking for, uh, Batula Effid's daughter. Yep, that's me. Hi, I'm Crane. Uh, where do you want us to set up these tables? 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 Yeah, uh, for the festival. Tables? We didn't order any tables. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, we got an order in to deliver two tents, plus tables, signage, a portable stove, and all the groceries. What the heck? Is this... your wagon? Holy cow. Yeah, uh, the rest of the crew should be here soon. What crew? Who sent you? How much is all this going to cost us? Cost you? Uh, nothing. This is already paid for. Huh? All sales go straight to you. What's the catch? No catch. It's all taken care of. Uh, oh, uh, there's a note for you. Here. All the best for a successful taste of Mud Street. Looking forward to working closely with you. Regards... Stuart. Yeah, I had a feeling. Sorry, who? Stuart? Who? Who? So, we've got five tables, so I'm thinking two on this side of the door, two on that side, one under the window for prep. We're going to be serving a stripped-down version of your existing menu, stew, mock pigeon pie, two ales on tap. I'm just going to head out and start setting up. Sound good? Look, this is great. This all looks amazing. That, thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. Um, Can we get back to the Stuart part? Who the heck is Stuart? Uh, just a guy we've been meeting with. I've been meeting with. He's been passing me information about Duff and Braithwick, like that big scandal in the paper last week about how he was using animate ink to alter ballots. That was a tip from Stuart. And now this Stuart is just suddenly sending us ready-made booths for the street fair? And the whole team to run it? 
Batula, what exactly did you agree to? Nothing. I didn't agree to anything. He didn't tell me anything like this was happening. Ugh, this is all straight out of some kind of fairy tale. Someone waved a magic wand and kapoof. We got a feast to sell all the visitors at the fair. I didn't even know there was a taste of Mud Street going on this weekend. None of us knew. But the Stuart guy did, clearly, and he made all this appear overnight. Like magic. Wait a second, Stan. What was that plan you were warning us about? Some transmission line being built by Mr. Corp? Yeah, transmission line, yeah. I mean, what does that have to do with any of this? You said they're running the lines through this neighborhood. Yeah? I bet you a whole wagon load of pigeon pies, they want to build something just this side of the bridge, which is owned by Braithwick Shipping. Well, yeah, but what does that have to do with us suddenly having food tents? The guy I met, Stuart, he's with Mr. Corp. He's what? Mr. Corp Energy paid for all this? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what the signs say. The signs? Wait, so... Oh, no! Mr. Corp Energy wishes you a very happy taste of Mud Street. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Amazing? No, 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 we can't do this! Stan, they totally saved us. We would have had nothing this weekend. Everyone else on the block would have been making money hand over fist, and we would have got nothing. No, no, now, no. Now, we've got a whole team here to sell food no, for no, us. No, 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 tell them we're giving this back. The food's already here. Do you want to waste we it? We cannot promote them. They are the bad guys. What is the big deal? It's not like people are really going to vote based on some stupid sign. And it looks like they made you some shiny new campaign buttons, too. We're not actually taking money from them. Well, we might as well be. Look, I may be the dumbest guy in town, and even I know that Mysticorp is going to want you to do their bidding. They want your support building this transmission line once you win. <laughs> if we win. God's help us if that actually happens. What do you mean? That's... That's the whole point. We're... We're trying to win. Speak for yourself. I just signed on for all the free stuff. How can you say that? Is this just a game to you? What happens on council affects everyone in this city. And here's you guys laughing about taking money from Mysticorp. Well, what do you want me to do? Drop out of the race? No, no, no. That's handing Braithwick another term. We have a chance to make a difference in this city, guys. Kid, what difference are we really going to make? Well, none if you're just going to be like that. Listen to you two. Don't you care about anyone but yourselves? Hey, hey! I care about this place. I care about my regulars and my neighborhood. Really? Because it doesn't seem that way to me. You're always complaining about the neighbors and your regulars because no one is ever good enough for you. Ouch. Look, Mr. Corp is trying to help us take down a corrupt counselor. That doesn't make them saints. Yeah, well... Stan, it doesn't make him evil. Hey, you know what your problem is, Stan? You care too much. Yeah, maybe I do. But who do you think should run this city? People who care or people who don't? You want to please everybody and for everybody just to get along. And that's, and that's not reality. Maybe it's not reality, but we can try to make it reality. We can try to get along. Some people are just wrong, Stan. Yeah. And right now, I think that's you. And I can't be part of this. Suit yourself. No, Stan, come on. We're just serving food outside for a weekend. You're not even serving the food. Look, I, I, I can't be here. I can't be in the middle of this. I'm going to go work for someone who does care. Stan. Hey, uh, is it okay if we store the casks of ale inside? Bad time. I'll come back. 
for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beaver Mount, Ontario, is pretty much the same. Folks are polite, there's a hockey game that evening, and someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, ben là! I gotta hand it to them. It all worked. The kids on our street team said they were up to 400 crowns already. Wow. It really was a hell of a party, and they're back at it again tomorrow. Yeah. You hand out a lot of campaign flyers? Hundreds. Had a few people interested in booking events here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I overheard a woman raving about the stew, and I'm pretty sure she was a food writer for the Gazette. Well, uh, her readers are in for a shock when they come here and taste our regular food. Where did all those people come from today? With all their money. Yeah, I mean... I'm not complaining. Eh, no, no, me neither. Nothing to complain about. I hope Stan's doing okay. Yeah. Hello, Batula. Stan! Uh, hi, uh, have a seat. Or, uh, I guess you order up there first. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm good for now. Yeah. I feel a little out of place here, but thanks for meeting me. Yeah. So, congrats. Yeah. You too? You won? That's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm really glad Constance got in. Thank you. Did you have a good party after the results came in? Oh, yeah. Constance gave a really great speech. It was, it was very moving. Oh, yeah, that's, that's great. And you're going to be working at her office now, huh? Yep. I got my own desk, business cards. It's pretty sweet. Nice. <laughs> Look, I... I know we made some bad decisions in this campaign. We were flying high and didn't realize what we were doing. I didn't realize. We made almost a thousand crowns over the weekend, but... I thought it should go to something more important, you know? So, I want to donate it to... What's the organization Constance runs? River Grand Grandmas? Grandmas for the Grand. Yeah, that's a, that's a very thoughtful gesture. But uh, no, thank you. What? Think what you could do with that money. Money from Mysticor. It's money from our weekend selling food at the Axe and Crown. Which was all run and managed by Mysticor. They were handing out buttons. There were sponsorship signs all over your tent. This is Mysticorp money, Petula. We, we can't take it. Well, what am I supposed to do with it? Fix the floors, buy new bar stools. Why are you asking me? Stan, I'm, I'm out of my depth. I never thought I'd actually win. <laughs> Seems like you're better at this than you thought, huh? Yeah, but I'm lost. Petula, I cut you a lot of slack, you know? All this time I've been looking the other way when people come to you to fence whatever thing they stole. Stan, shh, jeez. Actually, no, I'm, I'm not gonna shh. Look, maybe underneath all the stealing and the lying and the sabotaging your competition, maybe, maybe underneath that there's still a good troll with a heart of gold. Or maybe not. I, I, I honestly can't tell anymore. But I want to believe that you can stand up for all those people who just voted for you and that you're not just going to lie in your own pockets or shill for a huge energy company. I won't. 
I never signed anything. I never promised them anything. I don't have to do what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I want to make this right. And I want to believe you, Batula. I really, I honestly do. I, I don't know if I can yet. That's fair. So, I'm going to see you at Town Hall. Yeah. See you there. See you there. The Axe and Crown, starring Hugo Jones, Art Carlson, and Marisa King. Script and sound design by Eli McElveen. Directed by Sean Howard and Eli McElveen. Produced by Sean Howard. Thanks to our supporting producers, Kim Bellinger, Ryan Cushman, and Kona. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. You can get early access to episodes, plus all new bonus stories, and an invite to our wonderful fan community on Discord. Look for the Patreon link at albasalix.com. I'm getting scared. I don't know what's happening at the end of this. I know. Stan's going to leave and us. I'm, I'm getting scared. <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it'll all be fine. It'll all work out in the end. You know why I know it'll be fine? Because it means there's going to be a season three. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punch and fists. Yeah, it's, they're always ready. Now I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay, okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser. And yes. then what? And then if I tell you to, yep. we're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> you said I had to be very you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. So, like a party? <laughs> like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the yes. ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is back upright. All the drawers are back inside. But now it is next to the window and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now.